You are listening to a Big MX Radio podcast, brought to you by Fly Racing, presented by W Wheels, X-Brand Goggles, Tech One Designs, Shades of Grey Custom Helmet Painting, Transcanda Motorsports, Rhino Power Sports Supplements, Westside Honda, Roy Borton Suspension Systems, Watts Perfections, and Golden Tire. Motocross and Supercross news from around the globe. We're not experts, but we've got a microphone. Check us out on the web at www.bigmxradio.com. And now, here's your host, Brad Gebhardt. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast, brought to you by Fly Racing, W Wheels, and X-Brand Goggles. With us on the line, we've got the Blue Buffalo himself. Straight out of North Carolina, Ryan Zimmer, welcome to the program. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, you, you're, you're riding that Yamaha uh, Slater Skins Enzo Suspension Bell Atlas Brace uh, Mind Effects bike in the uh, 250 class of the East Coast. Um, been an eventful year so far, you, so far for you. How's it going? It's going good, man. Uh, it's a brand new team. we got Blue Buffalo Doctors, a big, huge brand that's an uh, outside sponsor coming to our sport, which is awesome. It's something that our sport definitely needs. There's more outside sponsors. but uh, No doubt. We got, it's a brand-new team. Uh, we got Slater Skins to help support the, uh, the brand, Blue Buffalo. It makes the logo bigger and everything like that. But uh, like I said, it's a brand-new team, so we got a slow jump on getting everything set up with like bikes and uh suspension and murder so we kind of been struggling on that a little bit just trying to get the bike dialed in make me feel more comfortable on the bike also and it's been hard since we got a late jump and then since i'm from north carolina for the past two or three weeks we've been getting snow so i haven't been able to ride except for on the on the weekends of the races so we're testing suspensions and motor packages as we're practicing in our 10-minute qualifying time so it's been pretty hectic but uh like i said it's it's a brand new team we're 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 moving forward every single weekend so if we keep bottle on things are going to look good by the end of the season absolutely uh changing on the fly uh adjusting and uh, making things happen i don't think you're the only uh privateer who's uh up against the wall not being able to practice during the week. I know a lot of guys, uh, like anyone who's riding up in Club of, Club of Mex this last week, they got rained out. Um, you guys definitely have uh, some some hurdles to, to overcome as you compete against these factory riders who uh, uh, basically have everything at their beck and call as well as have the advantage of flying to all the races. Uh, you yourself are uh, doing a fair bit of driving this year. Uh, how did this brand new uh, team come about and uh, what's Blue Buffalo? Uh, all right, well, uh, first of all, like, when I was racing Supercross last year, I was doing it all on my own. I was working a full-time job, uh, doing construction, and I didn't practice at all, and i just show up on the weekends and race, and it was pretty much me and my dad and my girlfriend doing it last year, and we got a phone call. We got a phone call from this guy named Tyler King after the Daytona LCQ when I just tried to pin it and make it into the main, and I came up just short there. But uh, they they saw the heart and the dedication, and they saw me just going for it, and they they loved seeing that. And so that he gave did. me a call and uh, said said that he's got some things in the works with uh, John Slater, and that's the guy that actually makes the Slater skins 
and his product is really just for advertising and like if you you can tell on my bike compared to everybody else's you you can see my logos and stuff and that's kind of like the same thing with the they're trying to do like the NASCAR thing and bring it kind of over to motocross to where you can tell exactly who my main sponsor is and what kind of bike I'm riding and all the above but uh yeah, he got this whole thing set up for me, and then we got Blue Buffalo, which is a dog food company or a pet a pet food company because they also sell dog food and cat food. But they're in most of the big retail pet stores like PetSmart and Petco. So they're a really big company, which is awesome. They give us a good budget to go racing on. So it's it's been it's been amazing. I couldn't ask for anything better. Absolutely, seems like uh, a great way to get your sponsors out there. Um, let's let's start with that right off the hop. Uh, the the Slater skins, uh, basically the the plastic that you, they have on your bike is very unlike anyone else's out there on the track. Yours is uh, basically a, a full wrap for the bike, allows for a lot more real estate for your sponsors. Um, tell us a little bit about how that gets installed, how they've shaped that, as well as uh, how it is to ride with. All right, well. Um... First of all, like the guy, John Slater, the guy that builds them, he has, he lives in Connecticut and has a buddy that has like a, a, I guess a molding shop and like plastic stuff to where he can buy like a sheet of plastic for a certain, certain price. And then he's got a mold already made because he had one of my bikes up there for about two to three months and he made like a mold to fit my bike to where he could put a whole plastic piece on the whole the whole side is like one plastic piece instead of it being like uh, a shroud and a number plate. It's just all one connected thing. And honestly, you, you, we only use four to five bolts to keep it on there. And it's actually less less work than uh, using like a number plate and a shroud, which is probably six or seven bolts to keep everything on. So it's pretty cool, man. And it, like I said, it gets, it's good for advertising and, it's good for outside sponsors looking at something and they want to see their name out there and blue Buffalo is loving it. Cause whenever I did get the TV time this weekend, they, they saw big blue up on the side and that's what we need. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Big blue, a huge sponsor of yours and uh, you're, you're doing a great job representing them. Uh, it's safe to say that your, uh, your dog Oakley has uh, been enjoying some, uh, some blue Buffalo food. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Uh, I got, I got, actually I got, what is it? Six or seven dogs. I got like six or seven dogs. I got two miniature Yorkies. I got two miniature uh, wiener dogs, and I got <laughs> I got uh, a bulldog, and his name's Oakley, and that's that's my boy. And yeah, they they love it. And I got also got a cat, Richard Parker is his name, and he eats all the cat food. So it's pretty cool to have like a sponsor to give us dog food and pet and cat food because we we usually spend a lot of money on that just because we have so many animals absolutely great to see and of course now we're coming up on the anniversary of you uh leaping into the night sky in daytona uh safe to say that if uh if the race comes down to uh the last few inches you'll be sending the the finish line jump much the same oh yeah definitely you'll see big blue flying through the sky this weekend if that if it comes down to the same thing but i'm hoping to redeem myself this year and keep myself out of the lcq because last year I, I had it in there but i i actually ended up falling i was like in fifth or sixth place and came over the finish line last year and Baseglia landed when he landed he got on the gas and like kind of swapped out when he swapped out he took me 
and Peter's out with us. So hopefully that doesn't happen. I can just get in straight from the heat race. But yeah, if it comes down to it, I'll definitely launch her again. That was excellent. Excellent entertainment. Uh, this is your fifth year as a professional. Uh, we've watched you progress, becoming more and more comfortable on the bike and uh, and comfortable racing in these conditions. Um, how has your approach changed in two, from 2012 and 2011? I know that you, like before you were working construction. That's like obviously showing you've got a great work ethic. Work ethic, and uh, you've uh, you're not shy of of, of of hard work, but uh, how has your approach changed since your early days as a professional? Well, it's, uh, I've, I've had some great opportunities in my early years. Like my first year pro, I got picked up by the Dragon Fuel KTM team that used, that is now like the, uh, I want to say it's the Garnet Honda team, but I got picked up by them and rode for them for one year and then uh, went to South of the border and started training there and I actually got picked up by the JWR South of the Border team for my next year. And then the year after that, uh, I went down to Florida and started training there and met a guy named Scott Witt. And he helped me out for probably majority of two to three years of my pro career. It was, it was like a factory ride just out of a van for me because I – I wasn't having to pay for stuff and everything was pretty much paid for and that was awesome. But it came down to him kind of saying I needed maybe try to find something different or something like that just because things weren't working out. But I still have a close relationship with him. So it's good to meet good new people throughout my career and things. But uh, since then, uh, after I kind of got dropped by that ride, I went and did it all on my own last year with me and my girlfriend and my dad and we were just going on the weekends to have fun pretty much and I was working a full-time job maybe thinking about giving up racing but I couldn't give it up so I had to go race on the weekends to have some fun and then after that Daytona accident I guess me launching the finish line is when I got that phone call from Tyler King about the Blue Buffalo ride. Well, it's excellent to see that uh, the, some exposure on TV, seeing that you uh, had the never say die attitude, uh, paid off for you, and that's ex excellent. Um, just want to touch on the, the Slater skins once again. There, uh, they, they are beautiful. Do they add any weight to the bike whatsoever? No, they're actually like on a Yamaha. I mean, they got Yamaha on the front. Uh, I guess it's the gas tank because you know how the gas tank is like kind of up underneath the seat on the Yamaha. That's right. Well, the the plastics is actually pretty pretty heavy up on the front, like the shrouds and like the uh, I guess the airbox part. And with the Slater scans, it actually makes it lighter. Like our Slater scans aren't really really thick; they're pretty thin, so it doesn't add any weight to the bike at all. And I mean, everybody in the pits and stuff that like actually rides, they ask me questions like, "How do you ride with that? Do you feel it at all?" and to be completely honest, I don't even feel anything. The only thing that I can feel, and it's not just because I can feel it, it's just because I can see it, is like our uh, the Slater shield that we got on the front that has blue buffalo up on the front. And that's kind of like hand guards, but I mean, all honesty, it's just like riding with hand guards. I just can see it, but it, it doesn't hinder me at all. And if it did, we wouldn't be riding with it, but it, I, it worked for me, and I don't feel it at all, so... I think it's a good, it's a great idea.
Yeah, it's a great way to uh, get your sponsors, whatever it happens to be, out there, out front, and uh, at a track like Unadilla or something like that, definitely those uh, a little bit bigger, a shield up front might uh, come in handy. Yeah, definitely. It, it, like, when outdoors, definitely come in handy just, just by getting roosted and stuff like that. I, I mean, I rode Unadilla with the shield on, and it, it worked better for me than just getting pelted with those big rocks on my hands and stuff like that. So it definitely, it definitely saved me some bumps and bruises at Unadilla and running the shield. That's excellent. So, uh, as well as uh, the the Blue Buffalo graphic all over your bike, making sure those guys uh, have good representation. You went ahead and got a couple of helmets painted up uh, by, I believe, Tagger did your your helmets. Uh, tell us a little bit about how you uh, got those helmets done up for you, and uh, just shouting out that uh, sponsor a little bit harder. Oh yeah, definitely. And I like the Blue Buffalo thing. It's all about just trying to get. Blue Buffalo out there. If we can get the symbol out there, the logo, as much as we can, we're going to try to do that. And we think it was a cool idea to get the helmets painted just because uh, I look completely different from everybody else. And also just getting a custom painted helmet, your helmet's different compared to everybody else's. And uh, yeah, um, my guy Tyler King is the one that got in touch with Tag over at Tagger Designs. And he he's going to be painting our helmets from here on out. And I got a couple more on the way too, so I'm, I'm looking forward to rocking the new helmets, and they're, they should be in pretty soon. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely pumped on Tiger doing the helmets; they look awesome. Is that that brand new uh, Bell helmet that uh, everyone was was uh, sharing uh, on social media? The Moto Nine, I believe. Uh, it's got its own hats off device uh, installed in that. Yeah, I got the uh, I got the old style. It's the old Moto Nine, but the new Moto Nine flexes are the one with like the it's the kind of like their the bell's design of the 6d helmet which is supposed to be amazing but uh i actually have one of those shipping out right now to tagger to get painted but right now i'm just running the standard motor nines that have been out for a couple of years but i'm i'm looking forward to trying out the new burner non flex as soon as tagger gets done painting it all right guys all right guys it's time for a commercial If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable, sweat-absorbing liner, and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with Oats and Bran. Oats and Bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. Racing man, but more than bikes, what Big Jeff likes is a fat bull. And they goes with brand, fat bull. And they goes with brand, oats for power, brands for speed. Who that tastes, what a delicious treat. Cereal Bees, Emigos. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. 
stronger than steel. So what that means, it can move much faster. 2014 X-Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter X, Volcano and Phantom Goggle, X-Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X-Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear-offs, zip-off systems, nose guard, and more. Check out eksbrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. What's up guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist. Suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full-blown full rebuild on your forks or, or shock. Call up Roy Borton today at 204-633-2722. Excellent. Now, uh, obviously, uh, this year, among all years, uh, it has become more and more difficult to get into those main events uh, on the East Coast. Very deep field, and I would, uh, when, I, when looking at the entry list, I can usually circle about 28 guys that should legitimately be in the main event. And, of course, they only take... 20, 20, 22 riders. So there's going to be six guys pretty much every night that go into the night full blown expecting that I need to be making this main. I have no reason not to. And uh, just the way th the cookie crumbles, that doesn't end up happening. This this last weekend, you were in uh, a position to get in the main, ended up bobbling and not being able to cross the finish line uh, and, and, or not jump the finish line jump. What were you thinking as uh, that rider sailed over top of you uh, in the uh, LCQ? Oh yeah, well I was I was kind of bummed out because I mean I I got a pretty horrible start. I came from about fifteenth and I passed a lot of good guys. Like I mean, there's Tanzar. I think he, he's on number what like sixty four national number. Yeah. And I mean he's a guy that's always in all the mains. I had to pass Jordan Smith and he's on Geico. So he's on he's on a factory bike. And then there's another there's a bunch of good guys that should be in the main, like you said, almost every weekend. But the sense of still so stacked it's so hard to get in the main there's going to be some good guys that don't make it like just like i said aj and jordan but uh now i got a bad start and i came through the pack and i passed jordan first and then i passed Kanzoa. i worked my way up to desiderio and I, i'm pretty sure this is desiderio is one of his first years racing supercross and i know he wanted to make the main bad too he's got him for uh, Cycle Trader Rock River, so I know you he's trying to do good for them. But uh, so I got up to him, and he's actually one of my good buddies that uh, I've known for a long time. And I was trying, not, I was trying not to ride too aggressive with him, and I made a pass, and all of a sudden when I made a pass, he like just bonsaied into the inside and like messed me up on one rhythm section, and I had to we both had to roll that. So we were playing cat and mouse pretty much, and letting the guys in the behind us catch up to us, and then. I was like, okay, I'm going to get a good run through the whoops and pass him here. And I got a great run through the whoops, and I passed him. And all of a sudden, he, like, went outside and cut in. And when he cut in, we kind of, like, T-bone coming out of the corner. And, like, I guess my foot peg got hung up on his frame, and we kind of, like, stuck together for a second. And neither of us 
to jump the finish line, just look over my head and watch uh, her line go over. Her line go up like, and over top of you. Yeah, I was like, dang, dude, because I worked so hard just to get up there from a bad start. I mean, there's not much you can do in four laps, and I, I, I worked my way up into a good position for something like that to happen. It was just kind of a, a bummer, and especially with how the year's been going. It hasn't been going as great as I was, would like it to, but like I said, it's our first year. We're a little bit behind on the eight ball, getting everything prepared for the season, but like I said, just put myself in a great position like that and see something little miscue happen like that coming out of the corner was just a bummer watching Daniel go over me in the air. Yeah, and the fact that you still only lost the, like, you got you were fifth, but only back by point three of a second, so three-tenths, uh, yeah. still a valiant effort, and uh, I can expect you to uh, not not be in the LCQ for next year, or ne- next this next weekend coming up, and uh, you were, in fact, able to, to beat five guys that have national numbers, including Preston Mall, Zach, uh, Zach Williams, Nick Gaines, and uh, Kiesel, and uh, Catanzaro, so you should have a feather in your cap on uh, yeah. the two the 244 machine. Yeah, definitely. Like, like I said, I'm from that 15 place start, all those guys that you just named off, I had to pick them all off in that race, and I just felt so good. And when I got up to Jazz and he started playing cat and mouth with me, it was kind of irritating me because I'm like, damn, I just got up here. And then he started doing that. But it is what it is. He was trying his best because he wanted to make the main two, but I, I, it's all understandable. And I had I had a few words with him after the race, but we're all good now. And it's 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 a hard sport, man. Everybody's trying to go for the same thing, so it's just sometimes you don't have the the best of luck. And but we're hoping to get it get her in the main this weekend and keep the ball rolling from here. Absolutely, uh, you're one of the only uh, 250F or like uh, only athletes in Supercross right now running a Bills pipe. Uh, is obviously a sponsor of of your brand new team, uh, and they're a sponsor of of our show. So, uh, like, what are your thoughts on uh, on the Bills pipe and how it uh, acts on your uh, your Yamaha 250F? Oh, dude, it's amazing. I love that pipe so much. And honestly, like I've I've been on Hondas pretty much my whole life, and then. When I got on the Yamaha, I I was running uh, Yoshimir pipes when I was on the Hondas. And then when I got on the Yamahas, I put the Yosh pipe on and then got to ride it a little bit. And probably a week later, we got the Bill's Pipe Sponsor, and they sent me down a pipe, and I put it on immediately. And right then and there, I rode it, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I couldn't couldn't believe how much better the Bill's Pipe was compared to the Yoshimir. So... I'm loving the pipe, and it's putting out great power. And that's not only that; like it's helping me pass sound too, which is which is crazy because you think a pipe that's putting out more power wouldn't be able to help you pass sound. But I always had troubles with the Yoshimir passing sound, but my I haven't had one problem passing sound with the pipe, and and they put out great power. So it's an awesome sponsor to have. Well, that's excellent. Good to hear. And uh, anyone who's looking forward to that, go to BillsPipes.com and check out everything that they have to offer. Uh, you said earlier this week that you're heading down to uh, the Daytona area and you're going to ride some outdoors before uh, pre- as prepare- preparation for the Daytona. Uh, explain the ideology to uh, riding outdoors for this unique event. Well, first of all, like I said, with the whole team being late and we're just behind on the eight ball, I, I wanted to come down here 
and start riding outdoors so that way we can get the bike more set up for outdoors and I'll be a lot more prepared coming into the outdoors and uh well I'm down here in Jacksonville Florida right now and it's it was on the way from Atlanta to Daytona and we stopped at a uh, WW Ranch and it's an awesome outdoor track and there's been a lot of people out there riding this week so we got a lot of fast guys there and it's an awesome track and it's super rough and it's on the way, so it's, it, it worked out very good for us. And uh, it's just fun to also be able to ride some outdoors and hold her wide open for a little bit and feel the breeze. <laughs> no kidding. Well, while you're riding a lot of these uh, uh, supercross tracks, uh, although the, the, the jumps are high, the speeds are not always uh, not nearly as, as fast as you guys go uh, when, you, when you're outdoors. Um, you're from you're from North Carolina, so I can imagine that uh, this weekend, like they're they're looking for possibly some rain. And uh, based on the length of your your career, you probably did race a, a Daytona where they had some muddy conditions. Um, if if coming from an area where they do get quite a bit of rain and stuff like that, uh, do you think it kind of plays into your strength if, oh, uh, yeah. if there's a little extra moisture on the track? Yeah, definitely, man. I, 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 everybody's like, oh, man, it's supposed to rain this weekend. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Cause like I, like you said, I'm from North Carolina. We have, we have bad weather all the time up there. It'd be good for one week and then it rain for a whole nother week. And so I'm definitely just growing up in North Carolina. I've definitely raced a lot of mud races and I, I tend to do pretty good in them. So, and also too, I like riding in the mud. So. I just don't like washing my bike after, but I got a mechanic now, so it doesn't work out good for me, I think. <laughs> Excellent. That, that's your, your your girlfriend is who washes your bike for you? No, nah, my girlfriend don't wash it. My mechanic, Steven, does. I, I need to get my girlfriend and learn how to wash my bike. That'd be awesome. There you go. That, that would be awesome. That's uh, yeah. like it's a that's a mandatory thing right there. Uh, oh, yeah. You guys are putting on some serious miles uh, during this series. Uh, a whole lot more travel is involved with the East Coast than it is the the West Coast series. Um, who's all traveling with you, and uh, who decides uh, what kind of music you're listening to uh, on on the road? Well, uh Shoot, we, me and my mechanic pretty much listen to anything, but uh, I, I tend to listen more to country, and he's more of a rap guy, so if we oh, can yeah. get some uh, pop country and mix it all together, I think that's what that's the best stuff we listen to. Okay, so a little um, Florida Georgia line there. with Oh, the, the... oh yeah, some Florida Georgia line, some Luke <laughs> Bryant, and, and all go. that good stuff. And we actually, on the way to Atlanta, we... we we brought out some old school. We did some old school rock and listened to a little bit of like Creed and Stain yeah. and Three Doors Down. It was, it was a good road open. trip. We were jamming out. Oh, right on. Well, that's my kind of night, man. That's that's excellent to see you here. That you're mixing things up and uh, having some fun out there. Uh, it's a great time in your life. You're a 22 year old kid out of North Carolina, just living out your dreams with the Slater skins on your bike. It's 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 awesome. Um, how much of an adjustment was that for you the first time you ever rode with that thing on there? Like, was it something that you had to adjust to, or did it kind of fit like a glove right away? Well, it fit like a glove right away, and the only thing that I had to adjust to is just with me, honestly, like with riding with handguards, I, I never really liked riding with handguards in the first place, but when I stuck the shield on there, it was just like riding with handguards, and I didn't like it at first, and we've done some testing, and the first time I rode with it, I didn't like it as much, but now we've done some testing. We did different molds of the shield, and I definitely I love the thing now. And I don't feel it on my bike. And like I said, it's 
And when I look at it, I look at it now, and it's just like riding with handguards. So this the only thing that I had a problem. It wasn't even really a problem with. I just could tell a lot was just the, the shield up front. But the skins have never, ever been a problem for me. But now that we got the shield dialed in, too, that's not a problem at all either. Excellent, man. Well, uh, I'll give you a chance to uh, list off those sponsors that make everything happen for you. Uh, I listed off a few right off the hop, but I guarantee you've got a longer list in front of you or uh, can rattle off. Uh, who are some of those guys that are helping you get to the races? And then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll finish off with the, uh, the Big MX Radio five questions. All right. Well, cool deal, man. Uh, first of all, I'd like to thank Blue Buffalo, the dog food company, and Slater Skins, and also Yamaha. Because I, I'm, I didn't get to talk about Yamaha that much, but Yamaha has actually stepped up big time in our program. We're actually getting a lot of Yamaha support, so that's been awesome too. But uh, yeah, Yamaha, Sly, uh, DBS, Metal Militia, Von Zipper, um, um, shoot, Forma Boots, Atlas Brace, Bell Helmet, um, Spectro, Mind Effects, uh, shoot. I don't know them all. I got them, I got them all on my bike, but uh, ICW <laughs> radiators, yeah, they make some awesome radiators. It works connections, clutch levers, and all their parts are amazing. Bills, pipes. Um, whew, I'm trying to remember them all. I got a lot more sponsors this year than I usually have, so it's hard to remember them all. That's excellent. That that's a good sign, man. How did you get uh, like? Wh what's your connection with uh, Forma Boots? Because uh, I've only ever seen them run run up in Canada. Oh, dude, the Forma Boots have been awesome. Like I actually just got a pair that I had to break out this week and uh, break them in. But they sent me this pair of red, white, and blue boots, and I think they're the most coolest looking boots out there. And I I'm really pumped to have them as a sponsor. And also too, like I mean, you see the majority of the guys out there, they all got either CD Boots or uh, Alpine Stars or Darnay, and I'm the only one on the start line with Foreman. It's cool to be like kind of one of those only guys out there that has something that nobody else has, and I've had a lot of compliments on it because, I mean, in all honesty, a lot of people haven't even seen the boots yet, and so to be able to like kind of showcase them in uh, Supercross is, is really cool. Yeah, that, that would be the uh, the Dominator boot that you're wearing right now. It's uh, it's, it's a top level boot. Uh, sells for about nine five ninety nine uh, retail. And uh, from what I could tell, uh, there's a local like there's a French company that sells them up in Canada, and they look like great boots. Oh yeah, they're awesome. I love them. I mean, I, I've always rode Alpine Stars all the time, and I, I'm kind of one of those guys that when Leah brace came out. I I have to wear a knee like a Leah brace or a uh, neck brace, and then I got picked up by uh, Atlas, and they have awesome braces. But like with the boots, it's kind of like one of those things you want to have your feet in the safest safest thing possible. And I I was not too sure on the form of boots when I was trying to get a ride with them, but as soon as they shipped them out and I rode with them the first time, I was like, oh, I'm so pumped right now because they actually are like really comfortable and they feel really protective too so that's that's a good thing yeah you want to be able to find that razor's edge between feeling like a slipper but comfortable and like and, and comfortable and also protective so that uh you're you're not going to sustain any injuries and uh but still have the feel for the motorcycle so that's great uh, oh yeah definitely excellent to hear so excellent 
Appreciate your time, but now we're going to get into the Big MX Five questions. Uh, not the most serious questions in the world, but just kind of get get to know you as a person a little bit better. Um, starting off with the first one, what was your favorite gear growing up? Like first, like first set of gear that you're like, I need to have that stuff. Ah, oh, dang, that's a hard one. I know. Ah. Uh. Well, I mean, it's hard to say because I am sponsored by Fly, but back in the day, Fly wasn't as near as big as they are now. But uh, yeah. I'd have to say probably I had the gear, and it was like when I was on 50s. Uh, I'm a real big fan of red, white, and blue. And back in the day, MSR made this pair of gear that was red, white, and blue and had, like, stars and stripes all over it. And I used, I used to rock that every single time I went out and rode. So that's... I would have to say that stuff was my favorite. That's awesome. No, it's it's uh, of course you're 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 a fly guy, and this is a fly podcast. But uh, nevertheless, uh, we, we, there's there's a lot of like, uh, back in the day, fly wasn't exactly the the aspiring brand that it once that it's become. Uh, but it's cool to hear that you like the you like the MSR stuff, the red, white, and blue. Uh, when was the last time that you were on a two stroke? Oh, last time I was on a two stroke. Whew, that's a hard one. Oh yeah, I had a uh, my mechanic for what was it two years ago? Yeah, I had a mechanic two years ago, and his name was Big B. And I, I, did he have a two fifty two stroke or a one twenty five? He had a two fifty two stroke, and uh, we went out to practice at uh Dade City for like a night practice, and uh, he was already tired, done. And he's a mechanic, so he's a little bit out of shape. So I was still riding and stuff, and he. He was like, hey, man, you want to take a spin on my bike after you got done riding? I was like, hell yeah, I'll try it out. And I, I shoot after Before that, I probably haven't rode a two-stroke since back in the day when I was on in the schoolboy class on 125. But that was probably two years ago when I rode that 252-stroke. And it was, it was definitely fun. I, I would like to, I'd like to try to get one of my own but just to have something to play around on. Oh, for sure. I had uh, Jimmy D come up and uh, do a, a race up here in Manitoba because uh, he's dating a girl who lives here. Uh, and uh, yeah, he took he took he did a, a whole race day on my y, uh, Kawasaki uh, KX one KX two fifty, and uh, he went six straight motos uh, winning on that thing. So it was pretty cool to see. Oh yeah, Jimmy D is a ripper on a two stroke. That's for sure. Um, who out of all of, who out of all the pro scene or the like your your general friends at the track who may, who's the best at making dirt bike noises? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I have a, I have a bunch of I have a bunch of friends like that I've grown up with that makes a lot of dirt bike noises, and I'd have to say there's this kid that used to actually race, and he he's now hung the boots off and. Uh, but he goes to college and stuff. But I, he used to race uh, arena cross a lot. His name was Tyler Bright, and he always had a toy dirt bike in his van when he was driving down the road. He'd actually make dirt bike noises and whip his toy dirt bike when he was driving down the road. So I'd have to say Tyler Bright had the best dirt bike noises. Best dirt bike noises goes to Tyler Bright. And uh, so uh, some some uh, fourth question, some coaches – tell their athletes to, to not have sex the night before uh, the big game. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I'll probably have to say that, that, that you shouldn't, just to keep you, uh, to keep, keep you hungry. Keep your eye on the prize. Oh, yeah, exactly. Keep your eye on the prize, no sex the night before. So Friday nights are rather boring for you. Oh, uh, yeah. Last just... question. 
Oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah, it's Friday nights. Just usually go out to dinner, get a lot of water in me, and watch some TV and try to go to bed. That's about it. Perfect. Um, last question. Have you ever played a sport other than motocross? Uh, yeah, I've actually, like when I was a little kid, I used to play all different types of sports. I mean, I started off, I think, with t-ball, and I got tired of that, and then I went to uh, soccer. And then kind of got bored of that. And then actually I played football a lot, and I love that. But uh, I think this one time I got knocked out when I was a little kid at the South Carolina State Championship. And then I ended up going to go to a football game like two days after. I uh, tackled this kid, and I, I freaking rung his bell. But when I rung his bell, I rung my bell too. And then I kept getting some headaches whenever I would go practice football. So I ended up hanging the cleats up and have to focus on motocross. <laughs> That's excellent. What uh, what position do you play? Oh, well, I was little, man. I was like, I was probably <laughs> freaking 60 pounds, three feet tall, <laughs> and everybody else was 120, five feet tall. But, yeah, I played uh, middle linebacker and uh, fullback was my position. I played on both ends. So it was oh, yeah. good. It was just some recreational sports, but I uh, – Actually, yeah, my last year playing football, we won the uh, we won the state championship. So that's that's how I hung the cleats up on a good note. I like good note, absolutely. Uh, any, uh, what's your favorite uh, professional football team now? Ooh, that's a hard question because I, I actually I, I watch football a lot, and I have I have like five different teams that that I cheer for. The first one. I guess would be the Kansas City Chiefs. I really like them. I, my dad liked them, so I've always had to like them, and I just I've always grown up watching them. And uh, they haven't really been too good until about two years ago, and they started actually winning some football games. But I I probably go for them. I like the Broncos because Peyton Manning plays for them, and uh, uh, John Fox was on that team, and he was actually used to be the Carolina Panthers coach, and I like the Carolina Panthers, too, just because that's a must-have to have that team just because you're from North Carolina. So that's like a have-to deal for me to like that team. But uh, And also, too, my girlfriend lives in Jacksonville, Florida, so uh, I go to some Jaguar games every every so often. I mean, that's, that's a team that I have like a love-hate relationship with because they suck really, really bad, but it's still <laughs> fun as hell to go watch a game. So I, and then, too, my dad's from San Diego, so I go for the Chargers. And also, Phillip Rivers is the quarterback, and he went to state, and I cheer for state and uh, NC State in college football. So those have to be my teams right there. Yeah, you're spread I guess right the out, Jaguars, man. the Chiefs, the Broncos. <laughs> I mean, I got them all. <laughs> that's right on. That's that, that's great. Um, yeah. Well, I, awesome, dude. Uh, it's an excellent interview. Uh, glad to have you on. Uh, thank you so much for giving me uh, 36 minutes of your evening. Uh, we look forward to to seeing you to getting up to that next level, getting into the main event. Uh, if you if you end up uh, winning an LCQ or may, uh, if you end up winning ma- making it uh, winning an LCQ, I full blown expect you to do the full blown. Uh, uh, who's that quarterback from uh, from Carolina Panthers there? Oh, uh, Cam Newton. Cam Newton. I expect the Cam Newton uh, the Superman pose as you're coming across the finish line. 100. Uh, percent That's mandatory. That or a knack knack. Uh, and uh, yeah, man, we wish you all the best going forward. You're going to turn the rest of your season around, uh, and uh, good things in the f- future for you. 
Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. And thanks for taking the time and doing this. I mean, I, it, it's awesome. Uh, I, I enjoy it, my friend. I'm going to get to editing editing this thing and uh, hopefully have it up by the end of the night. All right. Sounds good, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.